Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to another episode of the Be Unbound podcast. I am your host, David Rethemeyer, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Abraham Chen. This is episode 63 of the Be Unbound podcast. Uh, This is an episode of Unbound Talks, where we, as the Unbound staff, talk uh, internally about why we do what we do and why it's important to you and what you might want to know about it. And so, Abe, we had a conversation about how how we prepare for careers has changed today. This conversation was really covering the attitudes and some very practical tips for how we grow in our work experience. So whether we are entering into the workforce with entry-level jobs or if we are within our careers already and going up the ranks, these are good perspectives to have, not just things to do, but really how we should be asking questions. So if you are a student who is looking to launch into their career, or if you are a parent of a student who is looking for ways to launch into their career, this is going to be hopefully a very valuable episode to you. So with all that being said, please enjoy the conversation. Hey guys, welcome back on the show. I am uh, very excited to talk about career and prep and all the practical side to all those things uh, today. But um, how are you guys doing? I know we've really full on entered into fall and the cold season. So how is Virginia and where the rest of you guys are? It's cold here. It was below freezing. <laughs> I had to actually get up early for a more, uh, meeting this morning, found out that I didn't have an ice scraper in the vehicle. Uh, then couldn't wait for the defrost and had to pull out the old uh, credit card trick. So yeah, that's how that's how it's going wow. so far. That is worse than New York, actually. I mean, we've been having a cold. I don't know if we've had defrosting cold so far, but for Virginia, that's pretty crazy. It's even colder than New York. Hey, it's all about experience, as some of us will say. So, I mean, on experience, let's jump right into things, because today I'm hoping that this episode will really be on the practical side of getting experience. We've talked a lot in Unbound about how it is important to get experience and to prepare yourself for a career, for life by doing and exploring uh, the things that you want to do. But again, it is all about how we do it and how to get there. Um, Jonathan, let's start with you. Let's talk about uh, what your perspectives are on how we can practically uh, get this experience, especially with career stuff. Is this something where we need to uh, focus like a, a particular set of, en- a set of skills on or our energy on, or how should we approach this issue? Yes, just getting life experience, I should say. Well, I think, I mean, first of all, we were observing before we started recording that, that there's just never quite been a time like this in my lifetime uh, where it's so easy to get experience when we talk about career and work experience. And uh, if you're, I assume most of our listeners are aware of this, but if not, uh, you know, just Pay attention because right now, if you are willing to work, you can, I think I used a phrase before we started recording, you can probably jump your career 10 years in the next six months. And I don't know, you know, that's probably a bit of hyperbole and an exaggeration, but there is this situation now where nobody's working. So anybody who does work is absolutely going to get a job. And not only that, if you work and show above average uh, leadership skills, responsibility, and just, you know, work ethic, 
uh, you are going to get some significant advancement. Uh, so you can really bend the curve if you're willing to get in and work now, especially at entry level jobs. But even uh, there's opportunities to move up into the next level beyond that just because nobody's doing it right now. But maybe the most helpful thing I can say as we start this conversation is that ABS specifically, what kind of skills you need. And so uh, maybe it's helpful. I think that there's this kind of myth that I need some certain set of ethereal skills that are really hard to define. And I have to get those skills in order to go into a specific career. And so I have to know my career and I have to know my end destination and I can work backwards and get those things and build those skills. And so I can have a great career. And I just want to kind of pop that bubble Say, first of all, I don't believe you can really plan that well. I don't think anybody really has an idea of what they're going to do and can predict, especially in today's world. But secondly, maybe just depressurize this and take some stress off of it and say, look, at the end of the day, everything about your career is going to be about creating value for other people. And so right now, if you're a young person, and I would define a young person as 25 or under, uh, the most important thing you can be doing is getting paid to do any job. And what I mean by that is that, you know, to get paid, you have to deliver value to your employer. For your employer to get paid, they have to deliver value to their customer. And that base idea of delivering value to customer and value to employer, that is true no matter what career you're in, doesn't matter what you're doing. And so the faster you can build skill and understand that the, on, the, on the road to better success. And that's why I say get a job to get paid because nothing is a, a better sort of measurement of value than dollars. Um, you know, you don't get paid if you're not delivering value. An employer doesn't get paid if they don't deliver value. And so the sooner you're experiencing that firsthand, uh, the sooner you're going to be building skill that's transferable no matter what. Now, of course, if you've got a specific thing in mind, the closer you can get to that, the better. But at this point, uh, just getting a job and trading and learning how to create value and starting to begin to think a little bit about whether you're an operations type person, coordinate type of person, just just getting into the workforce and figuring out some of those things is the best first step. 100%. And so Jace, we have talked about on the podcast before of how there are, like Jonathan mentioned, there's some transferable skills. And so for you, as you um, think about this process and using your transferable skills, um, what do you think has been, what are the specific skills, I guess you could say, to help you encourage people, hey, hey, you know, jump on opportunity, be willing to work and all these different things? Yeah, Abe, I think several come to mind. I worked at Chick-fil-A for several years and I uh, was able to learn a lot of leadership skills there and exercise some. And uh, specifically, just the ability to, to manage people and manage a team to um, have a goal in mind and be able to lead a team to achieve that goal, but to not lose the people in the midst of the process, um, to really be um, a, an empathetic leader who is, who's leading by example and who cares about the team, but also has my focus on the goal as well. And so that's a, that's a skill that I, I assume I will be using for the rest of my life in family in work, um, in, in other different social settings. Um, and so that was something I learned at Chick-fil-A, you know, at a, at a, you know, fast food restaurant and super valuable skill uh, for me. And then also just, and we've talked about this before, but just being able to quickly and effectively master complicated information in a business uh, or work setting. I was in a job where I had to do a lot of research to think through problems and figure problems out. And so that was a super valuable skill to be able to learn how to do that independently. 
Victoria, I wanted to ask you um, on what Jace just said, though. Uh, as we look at leadership and QEMCI, very important perspectives to have while working. A lot of times, let's be honest, we all start out with our entry-level jobs. We've all worked at just odd jobs and different things like that. And there are lessons to learn. How can we, especially as young people, keep perspective as we work these jobs, even though it's not exactly what we were thinking of doing or hoping to do? What do you think? This is something I have a lot of personal experience with. I worked for over four years um, as a barista and in bookkeeping and in sundry freelance jobs, basically hitting a ton of entry-level positions before I was able to move up professionally in that career field. And I know for me, it was very difficult to maintain that perspective. One thing that's important to note right off the bat is that as a young adult, we have to recognize that no matter how we feel about it, we just don't typically have the skills and experiences to end up in our final career place or our final position or our final role or whatever it is that we want. Typically, those are fantastic goals. And no matter what you know, the world tells us, oh, you can do anything, you can do whatever you want right now, that's just generally not... 100% true. And so as a young adult, that can be a humbling thing to realize, but recognize that you just need time to build the skills and experience. And that can really tie back into perspective as well. And then making sure that you don't lose sight of the end goal, because that's something else that can happen is we get used to day in, day out. We get used to the entry level. It's kind of boring. Maybe it's kind of miserable, but you know, it gets normal. And it's very easy to just get stuck in that and to lose sight of where you do want to go. And to accept the status quo now rather than saying, what do I want the status quo to be and how am I actively working toward it? And that probably ties into what's been the most powerful principle for me personally, is that you have to decide to do the work and you have to commit to something past what you're doing today. Because it's easy to get stuck where you're at, because it's easy to lose sight of the horizon goal, I, I can't tell you how many young adults I know, I have talked to, I've worked with over the years who talk a lot about what they want to do. I want to move into this field. I think I'll be a doctor. I'll probably be an engineer. Maybe I'll be an author. I'd like to join the FBI. And and they talk about these things, but they don't commit to do the work and they don't commit to make that more than an idea because that part is really uncomfortable. So all that to say, to maintain perspective, keep an eye on the long-term goal, but then take active intentional steps toward that long-term goal. Don't let yourself just talk about it, actually move toward it. And then even as you're doing a different job, a, you know, an entry-level position, something you don't love, you are actively making progress toward what you want to do. And that is tremendously motivating. Now, that's such a point. Um, I, I do believe it's safe to say we've all been there with uh, the grind to use more uh, modern colloquial language. Just we have to hustle and, and grind and, and level up, right? Um, but also the idea where it takes, it takes time. It's a process, and um, if we're if you're an unbound student listening to this, many of you have heard the constant before that it takes time. You're not going to get there until much later in life. So now is time to lay the foundation, and it's it's difficult. We are so used to getting things quick, and there is a lot of opportunity, as Jonathan you just mentioned today. But Jonathan, I wanted to ask you also about this. We just talked about training and the the process. 
yeah, there is the temptation to skip the training process. I do think that a big part of this is education and that that is what we hope to do through Unbound with a Zen program. But what are your perspectives on still getting the training that we need, still getting the perspectives and all these things, and in some ways staying in school, getting that training while we go out to hustle and level up and all these different things. What do you guys think? Well, you know, we live in an information age. And so there, there's never been a time when education has been more important. So just the baseline education so that you know, uh, we use the term around here, what it takes to run the republic. Um, just those kinds of things that allow you to understand the context of your world. There's more of those than there were before because the world is global. And that means that you need to know more things about more places. And so it doesn't really matter what you're doing. It doesn't even matter if you're in the trades or if you're in the white collar, blue collar, uh, you're going to need some baseline education. So don't ever, you know, despise schooling, uh, traditional education in whatever form you're taking it um, through at least high school and probably even some post education after that. And we would say that, you know, you should always be a learner. So just a level of, you know, ability to learn. We use QEMCI, which I referenced earlier, quickly and effectively master complicated information. Uh, to have an appetite for learning. That's going to be essential. doesn't matter what way, blue collar, white collar, what trade, what career you're in. But then, you know, we are a bit contrarian and that we see things a little bit differently. And so I would state that the traditional way of preparing for a career, on one end, you work towards your educational goals, all focused on that career. And at the other end, you try to build internships inside of that career. So you hear this all the time, right? I want to be an FBI agent. So I'm going to go get a career in criminal justice and I'm going to go intern at the local law enforcement agency. Realize you need an education. Just talked about that. Realize you need to, how to know how to create value. Any job helps you do that. Talked about that at the beginning. As you're in that job, learning how to create value, recognize that there's some broad categories here. And every person has some skills that can change over time and be adjusted. Uh, you can be a create person who's, who's creating new things all the time. You can be a connect person who likes to connect pe to people. And you can be a coordinate person who likes to organize things. And you can be you know, partway up the spectrum. You can be a connect, create person or a coordinate, um, connect person or something like that. And then the last thing is to actually get in the field that you want and to be actually able to build real skill and experience in whatever particular area you want to be in. Totally. Any other thoughts, Jace or Victoria? Just go for it. Kind of going off what Victoria had uh, talked about earlier, just about giving yourself time uh, to, to go through the process of training and preparation. I think something that young people, and I speak to myself uh, when I say this, well, we should all be watching is not just our, our skill level and our practical preparation for a certain career, but also our character. I think if you your capabilities outpace your character, um, that can lead you down um, a road that can get you into trouble later on. And so I think God in his wisdom has set up our lives in such a way that uh, we don't know everything right off the bat and we have to learn and we have to kind of grow at a, at a bit more of a steady pace and um, have to actually go through the process of learning and go through the process of starting out small and um, you know starting out with an entry-level job and then working our way up and into to bigger responsibilities and so i would say you know just as you know if you're a young person in an entry-level job and you have um, a desire to bigger and brighter things on your horizon and you want to go and do this and you have career aspirations you know certainly work towards that certainly um, pursue those things uh, but also don't be afraid to just be faithful and patient where you're at now and to use the time you're in to prepare your character for those bigger responsibilities. 
Um, I know one, one guy I know uh, who says basically like, if you're doing work that, you know, you're not really pouring into somebody else, you're just kind of sweeping the floor, you know, you're doing the dishes, you're stocking a truck, you're, you know, doing some of those more menial tasks where you're not, you know, pouring into somebody else. You're not, um, you know, you don't have those big responsibilities. He says in some of those jobs, God is the one doing the work in you. Um, and you are just as much, um, a beneficiary of the work as you are the one doing it. And so just an encouragement to all of those of us who have those bigger aspirations and are finding ourselves, um, kind of starting out small and starting out humbly to, to just, uh, keep that in mind. Oh, totally. I love that. I was just talking with another unbounder earlier this morning about how we are in our various positions. He is in his career field right now and just feeling convicted that even as he is now uh, rising in the ranks, definitely up in a manager at director level, he is still realizing that, that this is what God has called him to do. There is investment to be made and there needs to be uh, a proactive spirit of learning in that, in that there sometimes things are not exactly as he hoped, but that is where God has called him. This is where the Lord wants him to grow and to invest there. It's a whole process of trusting the Lord, even in situations that are not ideal, but is very necessary. So that is really cool to hear. On an even more practical note, again, just hearing from anyone, but what would you say are some very practical areas or, or places to get knowledge and uh, learning, places to learn about different things? I'll just put it out two really quickly. One, obviously, uh, is connections. I say obviously, but at the same time, I I'm realizing more and more how this is something very much you and I as young people should lean into. Power of connections is huge. Sometimes in a negative way, it is about who you know. But in a very positive way, there are so many more opportunities for you to connect with people, sometimes just straight up messaging people on LinkedIn or talking to people on Instagram. And there are precautions and all these things over there, but there are opportunities there with just reaching out and talking to people. Another way is very down-to-earth YouTube. There is so much knowledge on there. For me personally, many of you within Unbound know me as the person that makes you look good. And I have gone to that point because of just YouTube, a lot of YouTube and uh, learning by either watching tutorials or even just watching people analyze other videos and and just having um, a learning heart, I guess you could say, and, and watching how things are done. Imitation is the best form of flattery, uh, is highest form of flattery, or however that saying goes. It, it's true. Sometimes it would just be copying things and whatnot. What about you guys? What are some practical ways to, that you've been able to learn? Well, we're a project-based education company. So I think the short answer for a lot of us is do it. And uh, I know that that is a challenge for me, believe it or not. I'd much rather read about it than do it. And so Abe's right, YouTube, there's all kinds of resources, the internet, library, books. I mean, there's all kinds of places to learn things. But ultimately, all of that learning doesn't really sink into its applied. And, and so at some level, you know, do something real. Uh, do, do something that creates value. And uh, that almost always requires being uncomfortable. It always requires a risk of some kind. 
Um, and the sooner that you get used to that and realize that and you start to be able to take those risks and get yourself uncomfortable and do it willingly, uh, the faster you will grow, develop as a person and the faster your career will grow and develop, which ultimately your career is shorthand for your impact in the world. And so the faster your impact in the world will grow and develop. To build off of that, Jonathan, the ability to develop a learning strategy for yourself, I think is something that is of particular importance in this day and age especially as there's so much information available to us. And so there are myriad online courses, there's free platforms, Abe, you talked about leveraging YouTube, there's tutorials, there's, there is yeah, a million and one ways to learn. And so being able to, for yourself, figure out the most effective way for you to learn. And then Jonathan, as you talked about being able to do something with that, there's some really interesting trends um, post-COVID in, in some ways, steering toward higher paying jobs, uh, more in-depth jobs, more complicated jobs. And that does require the ability to learn specific tasks and to learn things and kind of pivot and move and adjust. And so sometimes employers provide that training, sometimes they don't. And so as you're looking at being able to stand out and to prepare, that's one way that you can do it is to be able to develop your own learning strategy, regardless of whether or not your employer provides that specific training, figure out what you need to learn and then go ahead and learn it and then do it like you talked about, Jonathan. I think one of the most effective ways I've been able to learn just skills and career stuff on the job has just been, I say, putting myself or, or being put in a situation where I have to do something that I don't know how to do and there's no one there to help me. Um, I worked for 10 months uh, with a marketing agency. Uh, it was my first marketing job. Uh, so I had some I said some writing skills that, you know, I could use, but other than that, really had no experience and no skill in marketing up to that point. And so I was tasked with a lot of things that I was like, I actually don't know how to do that. Um, and the company was small enough that there wasn't somebody who was there over my shoulder all the time who could just tell me. And so, uh, Abe, you mentioned the internet, Jonathan, you mentioned the internet. The internet is a great place to find um, answers to some of those technical questions, um, especially for marketing and website stuff. Um, it's a you know, pretty easy Google search and just reading an art how to article and following through with it. And, oh, that didn't work. What did I do wrong going back and, and going through it all? And so, um, I think that's what project based education is all about is just, um, and, and like Jonathan, you said, it's kind of uncomfortable sometimes, um, to say, okay, this is on my to do list and I actually have no clue how to do this, but I'm going to figure it out. That's definitely been one way I think that I've, I've learned a lot through just practicing and figuring it out. Totally. It's the whole doing things and going back to what you're saying, Jonathan. Um, I think a perspective shift is just remembering that it is on yourself to grow and improve. And I, I, I would assume that it is very similar today. But I, I remember when I was starting out with my entry level jobs, there was training, obviously, there was it depends on the company, it de depends on where you are, what you're doing, obviously. But there were definitely points where I was put in a place and they would just hand me. So, so for example, when I was working in, let's say, after school, I remember definitely. And then uh, working in a doctor's office, there, were so, there was some training, there was orientation, but then it just came down to, all right, here's your classroom or like, here's a pile of data that you need to enter, enter into the computer. Just do it, right? It was on me to learn more about how to use the program. I had to like on my own time, Google how to use uh, this and that or how to go more into precision care and all these different things. And um, it was 
very much a, a shift in perspective. I remember then because I went in with a healthy assumption that yeah, they'll train me, and they did. But there were so many little things that I needed to be proactive of, like instead of like, oh, well, no one told me about this. I needed to be like, all right, well, here I am. I'm going to Google and learn about this. Uh, another funny story is at my other job where I was working as uh, a dorm parent. One of the I was also a programs director, which was shorthand for I did a whole bunch of random stuff, including marketing stuff. And I had to. My boss asked me to Photoshop a few pictures. And this was like high-end, just editing <laughs> as well as polishing the pictures. And at the time, like, okay, let's go. And so I just definitely remember being on Photoshop doing this literally while like having headphones in at the office and like listening to um, just like watching YouTube tutorials at the same time. And my boss would like walk over once in a while and be like, oh, this looks great. Uh, can you like tweak this part and do that or whatever? And I'm like, okay. And she'll walk away. I literally like Google, all right, how to make people look less fat or whatever. <laughs> and just try to literally do things on the job. And so would I actually recommend that? Not exactly, but it's that spirit of, hey, you have a challenge and you have to figure out a, a good way to, to figure it out and, and to learn that skill. So on that note, um, as we close out the episode, uh, I would like to hear from everyone Again, just practically, we just mentioned how we should go out and do things. We should uh, have a spirit to learn. Uh, is there anything that you think, especially for you, Jonathan, that employers in this post-COVID world are looking for, besides being willing to work and willing to learn? What should young people, as they are approaching an interview or are going into this process, uh, what should they be looking out for? What should they be maybe telling their interviewers or saying, hey, this is what I want to do? Like, what's the, what are some practical advice you can give people as they walk into interviews as they start doing things? You know, look, employees right now are looking for warm bodies. And so this is very much a uh, employee market in that sense. And so if you know that and you know that's going on, then it gives you some unique advantages. And so I'll tell you, beyond warm bodies, here's the biggest thing you can give to an employer that makes a big difference to them. And that's commitment. And so if you can come in and, and, you, and you can convince an employer that you're not only going to work for them, but that you're going to work for them for a, a period of time, um, because that's a big fear, right? They're working really hard to get somebody and then they're afraid somebody comes steal you along, uh, steal you away uh, for a higher price tag or something like that. And so if you're looking at that beforehand, I, you know, here's the thing. You can trade that for higher salary. That's what employers are worried about. And I'm not saying you shouldn't go for a higher salary. But if you're a young and if you're especially, you know, you're post 25 and you've got some skills, I would absolutely recommend that. Um, but if you're younger than that and you're uh, just getting into this market, here's my advice. Train that, trade that for education. Trade that for opportunity. Uh, you can offer an employer a really attractive deal if you are A, available, B, a fantastic employee, and C, willing to commit for a length of time. And what I would do is I would ask, hey, I'll be willing to commit to you if, and then insert whatever training, if you'll pay for my education, if you'll give me the certification, if you'll give me responsibility, if you'll let me run this project, if you'll teach me these skills, if you'll provide these opportunities for me. And so I think that's a unique opportunity. And, and don't miss that and don't waste it just trying to look for the highest hourly pay somewhere. Um, instead, see this as a time to really bend the curve. We've used that term a lot, this podcast, but, but to, to, to accelerate things 
and do that by getting experience and getting a unique uh, responsibilities, unique training that I think is more available now than any other time. I think most people aren't seeing that aspect. Of mm -hmm. It's not about the now. It's not about, oh, how much I can get paid hourly right now. You want to look down the road and see how much you can learn. 100%. Jace, Victoria, any thoughts? Just like what you were saying uh, just a few moments ago, Abe, I think having the um, ability to uh, take responsibility for what you've been tasked with and run with it and to do not just an okay job or a good job, but to really pursue excellence in whatever is handed to you. Um, I think in this culture, um, you know, if I'm proverbially running a, a coffee shop and I'm hiring a bunch of high school kids and I hire some of them and I ask them to do something and, Hey, can you clean this, you know, coffee making machine or whatever? And they say, I don't know how to do it. And they just stand there and that might not necessarily be a good example or analogy. Um, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of shruggers out in the, in the world today who just kind of shrug their shoulders. I, I'm sorry, I don't know how to do that. Find, find me something else to do that I can do. If you can, if you can come in and say, Hey, I don't know how to do that yet, but you know, give me, you know, 20 minutes, I'm going to go YouTube it real quick and figure it out. And then I can do it, you know, and then I can do it for next time. In fact, I'll even train somebody else next time I do it. If you can have that kind of proactive mentality and just the, um, the mentality of taking responsibility. And once you've been tasked with something, not to not to not ask for help, because I think asking for help is is super critical as well. And to have humility to say, hey, I need some help here, but to also have the confidence to say, I'm going to learn how to do something and don't worry, you can go off and do something else. You don't have to, you know, be hovering over my shoulder, teaching me every step of the way. Um, I think having that mentality will certainly help set you apart as somebody who can be responsible when handed those bigger responsibilities. And I think um, just the principle of show responsibility and take responsibility and be proactive in those little things, um, that's really valuable to an employer. And they're going to trust you with more and more. And um, I think you're going to see some advancement in that. The last thing I might add to that, uh, just sucking a little bit off of what you both said, Jonathan and Jace, is that employers of any field in basically any profession want somebody who cares. And that can be difficult in some ways if you are in an entry-level position, if you're in something that you don't absolutely love. But even if you're working at, say, Michael's, maybe you don't care about working at Michael's, but find something that you care about. Maybe you care deeply about the people. Maybe you care deeply about learning to organize a million different details as you're coordinating store stocking or something. Find some element that you can care about and that you can convey that to that employer because everyone under the sun wants somebody who cares about something that they're doing. And that also will help you to stand out from peers who are just there for the paycheck or just there to, you know, be able to get through school or what, whatever the case may be. Even if that's part of why you're there, find something to care about. And that alone will make you stand out amongst your peers and to your employer and also uh, typically open up additional opportunities for you to gain from as well in that position or in a different one. Just want to say, yes, I agree. Hopefully those of us listening can take a lot of this to heart. And on the podcast, we talk principle a lot. But as we've said, as we've heard from you, Jonathan, we have to do it. It is not always easy, but it is about jumping in and taking time to do it. So thank you so much, everyone, for giving your thoughts. Uh, I am looking forward to those of you listening. If you have experienced this yourself, 
with how you've been able to grow and use these principles, especially in the practical workforce, whether it's your entry-level job or with your career, let us know. Um, there are ways that you can contact us directly. If you're watching this on YouTube, comment below. But if you have any other thoughts while listening to this on all of our other platforms, feel free to send us uh, any thoughts uh, in an email or find us on social media. Thank you guys so much for listening. So thank you very much, as always, for taking the time to listen in to this episode of the Be Unbound podcast. If you want to learn more about us and what we do and get in touch with us, the best place to do that is our website. You can visit us at beunbound.us. And something I wanted to mention, especially in light of what we just talked about, is that we have a course that is fantastic for students who are getting ready to go into their careers. Uh, it is called Navigate. Navigate is a 16-week online course that teaches students a model for stress-free, God-honoring decision-making, along with other principles that can equip them to make better decisions throughout their life, which is super helpful for launching into your career. So if you're interested, you can get a free four-part video series about decision-making sent to your inbox, and you can sign up at beunbound.us slash navigate. Speaking of making decisions and going into your career, next week we have another episode of Unbound Pursuits, where we talk with unbounders who are pursuing certain career fields or certain interests. If you are a lover of story, if you are someone who is inspiring to be a storyteller, you want to listen to this episode. We will be talking with Unbounders who are writers, various uh, of our alumni and students who are either writing, who are interested in writing. Some of them are self-published authors. So I am looking forward to that episode and I will catch you all next week. Thank you.